Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they are free. Joshua Fisher, DJ Nikki Snacks, Kreider, Alex, Toss Me the Rock, Disopolis. Feeling good. We did it. We did NL over unders yesterday. We're gonna do AL over unders mm-hmm. today. Okay, which is very exciting. Um, there's a couple quick hitters I want to get into to start off. Sure. From the bat, Please. but Nick, you were telling us about a dream. Yeah, yeah. You had. So I, I just I don't know what this means. I don't know if this is some. <laughs> Some like knowledge I can pass to you for the NFL season, maybe prediction. Um, but I had a dream last night. It was very weird and vivid that the Dolphins were playing against the Panthers. Can someone check like if that is actually happening this sure. season? I'll, I'll check tell the, the schedules. Okay, the Dolphins were playing the Panthers, and it was wow. a, it was a nail biter. It was a close, low scoring game. Um, I think with like five or six seconds left on the clock, the Dolphins uh, were up thirteen to 11 on the Panthers, right? Panthers kicked a go-ahead field goal to make it 14 to 13, up by, up by one. And I think there was a long commercial break and there was literally one second left on the clock and literally the entire stadium cleared out before the kickoff. So there was no, there was no one inside the stands, like literally no one but like a couple of trash guys. And Dolphins throw Tyree Kill back there to do the kickoff. Uh, Panthers kick it off. I think it's a squib. They do a bunch of pitch backs, and Jalen Waddle pitches it back. Pitchy, to, pitchy, woo-woo. Yeah, pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo to you know, Raheem Mostert, and then someone gets the ball named Tyree Kill and takes it to the house. Walk-off win. That Dolphins. Be, that was your dream. That was my dream. I don't know what, what that means. I don't know if, if – are they playing this year? They do play this oh. year. <laughs> <laughs> what are they hey. playing? Uh – they are playing – it's an away game for the Panthers, so it's in Miami. Okay. I wrote a list of three teams for one of the segments today, two of the three teams. The, the Dolphins, Dolphins the and the Panthers. Yes. Wow. So let's get into it. What does it mean? What, what does it mean? Know. Let's do it. All right, we'll start off. We'll start there. I mean, the fact that they're playing next year is, like, kind of an oddity because – It's not like I checked the schedule on that. They, right. They're completely, <laughs> honestly, almost polar opposite divisions. Yep. Like the NFC South to the AFC East. So – if you want to, you know, place a wager on on Nikki Snacks or Domus over here, I will literally take a vow of silence for a year if you do it. That if like if that even comes close, if they get a walk off touchdown and Tyreek Hill scores it, Dolphins versus Panthers, the score doesn't have to be right. I'll do a vow of silence. Well, if if that happens, then Nick, you better start keeping a dream journal so that there's other stuff that we can take advantage <laughs> dream of. Dream journal. Dream journal. Okay, let's do it. Three teams. Oh, and then, then the lottery numbers for next week are. Yeah. Jesus. Three teams who miss the playoffs that'll make it next year in football before the draft. Three teams that missed last year. Three teams. Well, why don't you really quickly give us the teams that made it last year? Okay. So we know who we're working with because I honestly forget. Okay, that's fair. Just a bit ago. The Bills made it. Mm-hmm. The Bengals made it. Yep. The Ravens made it. Jags made it. The Ra- Did the Ravens make it? Yes. Mm-hmm. The Ravens made it. Oh, that's right. They were the sixth seed. The Chefs made it. Chargers. Chargers made it. That's the AFC. And there was one more team. Yeah. I, I have... Um, no, se- seven teams in the AFC, right? Yeah, I listed six. Did Chiefs, I Bills, oh. Bengals, Jags, Jags, Chargers, Ravens, Finns. Fins. Oh, I forgot the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. Seven teams. Yep. So three teams in each conference or three teams total? Three teams in general. Okay. And then we'll go to the NFC? Yeah. Well, you could just, you could just be three teams in general. You, you just want to hear the NFC? Yeah, play? yeah. Oh, sorry. I want to hear the, the Eagles, NFC. the 49ers, the Vikings, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Seahawks all made the playoffs this past year. Okay. So... Teams that you're looking at that were on the fringe this past season. Um, number one, I think, got to be Detroit. That was my number one. Yep. yep. They were 9-8 and eight last season. They almost made the playoffs. We think they're, they're getting better all across the board, and they haven't even gotten to the draft yet. Correct. Yep. Made some good acquisitions in the offseason. 
uh, boosted that defense. They may have some bad Juju Smith-Schuster with the Jamal Williams thing, but outside of that, that's probably their only blush. Yeah, but like, not a bad replacement. Dave yeah, Montgomery's David. not a bad replacement. It's not like they're losing. A, a, lot of, a lot of people would consider him a better running back than Jamal Williams. That they would. And they have the sixth pick and the 18th pick. Pretty good. Uh, other teams that won eight games last season, just for y'all to know. The Green Bay Packers were eight and nine. The Pats were eight and nine. The Commanders were eight, eight and one. And then the Steelers were nine and eight. They were the only other team that was nine and eight that didn't make the playoffs. Any of those teams entice you? Yeah. Um, I think the South is something to be looked at. The NFC because South. The NFC South. Because Tom Brady's gone. Bucks take a big step back. We'll see if Baker can resurge his career a little bit there. However, Saints, I think, got to be looked at as maybe one of the top teams in that division now with Derek Carr. It's really the only, like, solid quarterback in that division that has been a starter consistently for the yeah. last eight years. And I'm, the Saints, the other teams in the NFC South, were all 7-10. and 10. Right. I think I, that's why I had the Panthers. So I had the Lions, I had the Panthers. I think you got to see what they do first in the draft, who their guys. Stroud. I like Stroud a lot. And if they could, you know, they brought in Thielen. They have Terrace Marshall, I think, could pop off. Thielen, come on, he's washed. It's not, I don't think he's washed, washed. Apparently he's healthier than ever right now. Yeah, and he's a good number he's two. He's also older than ever. It's yeah, I, I think they... I think their defense is good, and I think the division's weak enough. I like their head coach. I'm a big fan of the I think the Panthers are a sneaky team to make the playoffs. I would say the Saints for me in that okay. division. It's fine. Um, can also I also got better, restructured Michael Thomas's deal. Hopefully, you know, new quarterback, new deal. You could put all those off the field issues aside, and you could just play ball. Alave was great last year. Um, Bringing in Jamal Williams, the guy that you just said was bad juju, can come to the Saints and bring some good juju there. He just cried on TV twice. That's why I love He's going to cry more than twice this year because he's so passionate about the Houdat Nation. <laughs> he might be. Cox, do you want to throw out some teams? Can I entice either of you with a team whose owner is now hated by all owners in the NFL? No. Mr. Snyder? No. No, not him. No, I can't entice you with the Cleveland Browns. Oh, that's... Um, what no. if, what if, eh, yeah, maybe I'm just, I'm not going to lie. I had the Dolphins here. I forgot they were the seventh seed. I, they snuck in there. You can, yeah, so you can erase them. You can entice me with the Steelers. Yeah. That's who I put in. That's what I was writing down. The Steelers. Just, just as Look, like the record shows like of history that Mike Tomlin doesn't have losing seasons. Right. So. And especially if the Ravens end up moving Lamar Jackson, they're the second best team there. TJ Watts, TJ Watt wasn't fully healthy. But I mean, year. like, are they rolling with Mitch Trubisky next year? Like, is no, it, is it Kenny Pickett? Like, Pickett. Is it for sure Pickett? Yeah. Yes. He's the guy. Are we confident that he's going to? I'm confident enough in Kenny Pickett to be decent enough to carry this defense. And I, I think they probably have to take an offensive lineman at some point and, and help bolster that. Or a receiver. Or a receiver. Yeah, Pickett was also um, a guy that had multiple concussions last season as yeah. well. I could also that, see. That didn't get a lot of I could also see Najee Harris. Having a like Jonathan Taylor like resurgence, not like to the level that Jonathan Taylor did two seasons ago when he had that breakout year and was the number one fantasy running back and all that, but something similar where like year one like yeah okay, but like really comes out in a big way. Mm. I the only thing holding them back there and him back I think is the offensive line, which they don't have Quentin Nelson. They they don't have a guy on the offensive line that can be the cornerstone right now. And they th that's where they need serious help. I agree. I think their defense is really could fantastic. Be, could Ale be superb. Alejandro. Could be superb. And I think their receiving group is not terrible with Pickens and Deontay Johnson. And they have the Bears Those pick. Those are both twos, though. Yeah, but they have the Bears pick. Okay. What's that? Top 10, right? They have the Bears pick in the second round, sorry. So they oh. have the, which is like top of... Which is like they're the thirty fourth pick. They have their pick. It's like and a first round pick, pretty much. Well, it's technically not the thirty fourth pick because there's only thirty one picks. This thirty third pick. Yeah. So are you, Nick? Then you're picking the Saints, the Lions, and the Steelers. Saints, the Lions, and the Steelers. Yeah. Josh, I'll go. Lions Lion. being first, Saints being second, Steelers being third. Lions first. I'll go Steelers second. I will go the Thurs. I'm gonna go with the Thurs. I'm gonna go with the Thurs. Okay. I'm going to pick the Steelers uh, second. I'm going to pick the Lions. No, I'm going to pick the Steelers third. 
pick the Lions first, and I'm gonna pick the New York Jets second. Oh, it's a good oh, pick. the Jets missed it too. Yeah, I mean, especially if they get Rodgers, I think Strong they're pick. probably a lock. We're also not considering that you know the Rams had a really big off year. You don't think that they're gonna? You think they're done? I think they're they're shut. I think they're one more year of shut down, and then they try next year to get back into with Caleb Williams. Yeah. They're going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. I think they'll be a top, uh, a bottom, the third, a bottom seven the, team in the NFL once again. Okay, I mean that was the next question. Who who made last year that can miss? Um, well, the Rams certainly did not make the playoffs yes. last year. But I think they're going to stink. I'll give you mine. Bucks number one. Yeah, they could easily miss the playoffs. Yep. My number two, the Ravens. <laughs> they don't get Lamar. They were my number three. And my number two, New York football giants. I wouldn't be shocked. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think they're going to be bad. I just wouldn't be shocked if the rest of the division... I don't think they're as good as the Eagles or the Cowboys. So they're the third best team in their division right off the bat for me. And what if the team that gets Lamar is the Commanders? Yeah. <clears throat> I would throw in... Tide. Like, like 3A, 3B. Because I got my one and two. Um... The Seahawks and the Vikings. Vikings is interesting. Because I think if we think that the Detroit Lions make that jump, that I honestly think they win the division, not just a wild card team. Okay. Well, and could the Packers be better than the Vikings? Could they be? Is there a way in we the have world? To, I mean, there's definitely a way. I mean, they believe in Jordan Love, obviously, but I think, I'm pretty, I think he, everyone needs to believe in him. I'm yeah. pretty against that. Okay. Cam boys out. What about... I mean, I, like... Kirk Cousins is for sure a better quarterback than Jordan Love. And you have Justin Jefferson and you have Dalvin Cook. And KJ Osborne. Yeah, like I just And Hawkinson. Their weapons are pretty good. Their honestly. offense is so dynamic. It's pretty it's, their line's pretty solid. It's just their defense is always kind of like it was like <laughs> it wasn't terrible this season. But it's just always like ever since they it was like fifteen to twenty. They were like just middle of the pack. Just always middle of the pack. But they, they lose Zadarius did not re sign with them. Did he not? I think he's... Is he available still? Might be. Right, what about the... Uh, I just look at the NFC and, like, the Bears are not going to be good again. The Cardinals are probably going to... They might be the worst team in the NFL. I could see the like, Bears being one of the most improved teams this season. Sure. But I still think that... I don't think they're going to take that jump jump. No, not to the playoffs, but still, like, improved where they're, like, you know, 8-8. Eight and eight, Or, sorry, I guess it's 8-9. and nine. Yeah. I, I just look at the Vikings and I look at the Seahawks and I think divisionally they are in good opportunities to get back to the playoffs because you've got Jordan Love, who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Packers, and because the Cardinals are, like I just said, are probably going to be the worst team in the NFL and the Rams are not going to be good this season either. That leaves a lot of room in the NFC West and in the NFC North for the Vikings and Seahawks to repeat what they did last season because I don't think either of those teams have gotten worse. Okay. In fact, I think the Seahawks have gotten better. Okay. I mean, the Water Falcons is an interesting pick. They of not making the playoffs? They can go either way for me. I have to see. But I mean, look, they're in a very favorable position to draft fifth overall. They can walk out with Jalen Carter, who everyone's like throwing all across the board right now. They can walk out with Will Anderson Jr., realistically. Yep. I think that'd be an excellent pick for them. I mean, the, 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 he could be the best guy in the draft to get him at five. Zadarius Smith wants out. But it's still there. I think they want to keep him. So it's kind of like yeah, a little wonky over there. Um, cool. Here are some quick hitters I wanted to throw at you guys. Just, you know, a couple, couple quick hitters. The commander sale. Dope or not dope or whatever. If Magic Johnson's one of the guys that buys the commanders. Um, dope. I think it's dope. There needs to be more minority owners out there. Too many old white guys run teams, and I think for a former player to be a, a big presence um, as ownership in a team, I think it'll it'll speak volumes, and it'll it'll be a a good step forward to taking care of our players. Magic Johnson, yes, yeah. I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. He they've they since he's joined as <laughs> as a part of the ownership group for the Dodgers, Doyers, the Doyers. They've won. It's good. I mean, he's a champ. I mean, it's crazy to me, like watching the winning time and just kind of like revisiting Maddie Johnson as a whole. That he went from like 
I don't I don't want I don't know if it was disgraced or borderline disgraced or kind of like feared or like wonky territory with his HIV diagnosis. Well, I don't think it was disgraced at all. I think I think but in that time period, people had a really poor view of those who were HIV positive. They did, but I think that he was someone that was very vocal and and advocating clearly. And um, I think the league respected him so much as a player and his decision to step away because he could have kept it to himself and exposed other people. Very true. You know? And like, I think a lot of players around the league were like thankful that like, you know, he, as soon as he found out it was done, he hung it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it to me, it's just, a, it's a marvel that he goes <clears throat> from that position in a, in a horrible disease to now it's being a true comeback story. It's an unbelievable. Come, might be one of the best ever to being a part owner here of the Dodgers, a part, a majority part owner. I mean, even just the, the fact that he's alive, he's is, alive is also that he's lived this long. It's crazy. I mean, modern medicine obviously has come a very, very long way in, in mm-hmm. supporting that. But yeah, crazy. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, I think he's Matt Johnson's beloved. Like, why wouldn't you want that guy? Instead of Snyder, who is maybe one of the most hated people out there. I so mean, he wouldn't be the majority owner, I don't think. He'd, be, he he'd, probably he'd be just be a part of the ownership, part group. Of the ownership yeah. group, but like probably forward-facing. Yeah. Definitely. Have to be. Okay, players wearing number <coughs> zero, yay or nay? Dope. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. It's a cool number. I, like that, I like that Calvin Ridley is choosing number two. <laughs> yeah. I'm big chip you, on his shoulder. Why do you like that? Just big chip on his shoulder. Yeah. You're really he's, vocal. He's making, you're vocal z- he's making zero bets this season. <laughs> you're pretty vocal about Calvin Ridley and your disappointment, I feel. Was that you? That was Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's, I think it's. excuse my language, horse dookie, horse doo-doo, um, that, he, that he was, you know, suspended for this long for making parlays, not even on his own team. Wasn't betting on his own games. Um, in a league that their biggest driving sponsors are gambling, their partnerships with DraftKings and FanDuel and MGM and Caesars, like you, we're walking around Radio Row and there's a there's a huge Caesars um, stage in the corner of Radio Row. It's like you're promoting gambling to your fans and you're monetizing off these players, <clears throat> putting their blood, sweat, and tears and risking their their health and they're not allowed to do the same thing your fans are. And look, I understand that like you can't gamble. You can't gamble like on your own games and everything. But like you should be allowed like a a, a mulligan here and there. I don't. I think the suspension it was, was too long. <clears throat> Four games would have been nice. Six games would have been nice. It was like almost two seasons. Well, he was out, and then he was suspended for the season. So it was a full season, seventeen games. It's a bit, and then he had to be like reinstated. There wasn't a full guarantee that he'd come back. Right. So full right. reason. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, zero zero is cool. I'm excited. If the if the players can wear any number they want, zero should be available. More surprising, Bronny's nil number evaluation of seven point two million, which is double that of our beloved or hopefully beloved Arch Manning, who's number two with three point six in college athletes, or the most valuable player in baseball according to Forbes being Mr. Otani with sixty five million dollars that he'll make this year. I don't really see either of those being surprising. Um, Bronny is LeBron's son. You know, like, mm-hmm. since the day he popped out, his NIL value was that high. <laughs> so uh, that's not surprising to me. Um, uh, he still had to be good. No, I know. And but he had a great McDonald. He had five threes in an all, All-American he, game. He's been playing really well. Um, but with the Otani thing, I would say that's a little more surprising in the sense that, like, baseball – like the next closest guy is Scherzer, Scherzer, right? And his off the field value, I think, is it's like what three million, one million, or something. It's nothing compared to Otani. Otani's making basically like a base salary of thirty something million with the Angels, but also making another thirty five million off the field. And so, it's a lot, but it makes sense when he's literally the face of Japan, one of the more populous uh, countries in the world you know, with the most rabid fan bases, we're talking about how 97% of the households in Japan were watching the Otani versus Trout at bat during the World Baseball Classic. Like, it makes sense. Otani's the face of Japan. I like that. Is he not? No. Who's the face of America? Who's the face of America? Joe Biden. Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, it's typically our, our president. 
yes, I think that I don't think Biden's the face of America. No, I'm kidding. It was a joke. Um, Brad, I mean, oh, t- I, okay, look, George I, Clooney. No. I, I've never been to Japan. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know too many people from Japan, but I'd imagine that he's probably the most beloved Japanese athlete right now. Oh yeah, I mean, like he's a Japanese icon. Like he he is their LeBron James. He's their Michael Jordan. Maybe bigger. If this continues. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Because the entire country tunes into baseball there, obviously, 97%. Basketball, I mean, does 50% of the United States follow basketball? Actually, very interesting stat. I think that was. Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, that was you. you. You threw it out to me. No, it wasn't. You threw it out to us. Uh, our, buddy, our good buddy, Brandon. Brandon texted us this. More people watched the final four games. No, no more sorry, the Elite Eight game between Iowa and Louisville. Louisville. This is Haley Van Lith and Caitlin Clark, Clark, who are two of the most popular NCAA women's basketball players. Both have a massive following on social media. Um, then I think it was... was it any NBA game. Any NBA game this season. Any, any, any NBA game on ESPN that aired, more people watched that on ESPN. Now... Well, if you want to know why, there's other ways to watch the NBA, but on ESPN alone, it's pretty. It's sure you're, that you get into the, like the deep dive discussion of maybe there's a problem with how the NBA is watched, especially in local markets and the blackouts. And you know, if if we're here, like we can't the watch. Them. Are on They're on Spectrum Sports, yeah. right? You can't watch them on ESPN, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I even more so think that in, in thinking about this in the context of Bronny James, like the stars of any sport drive the viewership in a way that they maybe didn't used to 25 years ago. Like when we when we popped out, you're talking about Bronny James popping out. Like he has 7 million followers on Instagram. Arch Manning has 177,000. Caleb Williams has 180,000. Caleb Williams, I think, is like fourth on the NIL list or third, which to me, it's like Arch Manning hasn't even played a snap yet. You're going to pay that guy more than Caleb Williams, and a lot of that has to do with last University name. of Texas and the, and the last name. But for Bronny, whatever school he goes to, everybody's going to be watching those games. Everybody's going to be watching those games. It'll be the most tele- His opening day will be the most televised game of the year, arguably. Yeah, you might get more viewers on that than the Final Four. Well, would you let me ask you? Well, let me ask you this: Would you? How about if he's in the final four? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, are you more inclined take your SDSU? If fan I'm not a San Diego State fan, am I inclined to watch that or watch FAU versus SDSU? I'd be more inclined to watch Bronny if I wasn't a San Diego State fan. I think the average American would probably want to watch LeBron, John, LeBron James' son tip off for the first time in college basketball. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's a like to be double what Arch is, and that's partially why I don't find that that surprising. Okay. So I think the Otani thing is just slightly more surprising, but I think they're both valid. The the Otani thing is he could have a bigger impact on baseball than Yao Ming did to basketball. Yeah, maybe even a bigger impact than Ichiro had to baseball. And and look, I said the face of Japan or like the icon of Japan, but he's also the face of baseball, of Major League Baseball in the United States too. Correct. And he's a game that's and, been starving for one. And he's playing for a not good team, and it doesn't matter. And he doesn't for speak English now, either. And he does speak English. For now. People had, on TikTok had, a, had some issues with your throw out of the Otani. I, I didn't love that. They were, they were upset? That you threw out Otani. And they think there's no way that Otani and Chad are traded. And I think those people are sipping And that's why they're TikTok commenters. I do think <laughs> that the premise of that segment was the hottest take. There was the premise. And there was so someone threw out. So the, I delivered a hot take? Yeah, you did. Someone threw out the, on the, on the one of the comments. It was, the Red Sox are good. They win, they win more games than people think, but they don't make the playoffs. And someone comes in. They go, they go, dude, I don't think you know what a hot take is. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are pretty funny in the comments, I got to say. Okay, that was my quick hitters. That's um, kind of like the best part about TikTok sometimes is looking at the comments on a funny video and just watching people, you know, yeah. get creative with it. Before we get before we get into our over-unders for AL, four guys in the NBA in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. For players, Pop, Becky Hammond going in. Four players, Dirk, D-Wade, Pau Gasol, Tony Parker. 
a team, and then you could fill out the rest of the team with whatever, you know, just guys. Does that team, if they were all on the same team, break the Warriors' record of 73 wins? I think so. In a regular season. The same coach, too. If it's pop coaching. I mean, if it's you, pop coaching, you, yeah. Yeah, if you get pop in there and you get Becky as an assistant, <laughs> what, what works really well about this team is that positionally, all these guys can be starters and, and it makes sense. Like, Tony can run the point. D-Wade can run the two. If you got Dirk at the four and Powell at the five. And you can stretch Does it even Dirk. matter who your, who, who your fifth man is? Anyone. Pick Quentin Richardson. Like, just get a guy who can decently shoot threes. and play like defense. Play a decent defense. And Andre like, Roberson, honestly. Maybe. Yeah, I think he'd be fine. Uh, what's the criteria for coaches getting in? Because he's still an active coach. Like, I, obviously, when you're a player, you have to retire for a certain amount of years. But basketball Hall of Fame is weird in the sense that it's – the, it's the basketball Hall of Fame. Right. It's not the NBA Hall okay, of Fame. Okay, got it. So the ML, MLB, we've talked at nauseum about that. Of course. NFL is very stingy as well, admittedly. They give receivers a lot of tough time. NFL is just natural football league players, and then you can become but thrown I, in. Like, I right. think right. with so, NFL, though, like there's there's no timeline. Like You can... You could literally be elected at any because there's over, there is, but then there isn't. There's but the, like you guys could throw in like later older guys. Yeah, but I would say the distinction with the basketball hall of fame is there's so much more consideration and the way that it's discussed when when guys are brought into um, that group that uh, you know what you did in college as a player, what you did internationally as a player, and that actually that matters a lot. So guys like. Pau Gasol, who won an Olympic gold medal with the Spanish national team beating the United States, like it's that has a massive yeah. impact. And in um, even just the fact that he is an international player and what he's done, and just like what we're talking with Otani, like how many you know Japanese kids growing up like want to pitch and hit now because Otani is doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, there's probably a, a bunch of different Spanish kids growing up that were like, I love Pau Gasol, I want to get to the NBA. I was just wondering, like. Why now do they decide Pop is like a I, Hall of Famer? Because like he's in my eyes, he's been a Hall of Famer for the last ten years. I think there's that, also more. something to when guys are his age, they probably dignify it more reverent to like bring him into that that club, that exclusive club now while he's still alive. I think they've done it with other coaches. Did they do it with Coach K too when he was? They must have. Yeah, when he was still coaching, still coaching at the end of their career, where they're kind of wrapping things up. I don't like it for the coaches, honestly. I mean, Pop might coach until he he passes away. Like, I honestly, like the guy just loves doing it. And he's unfortunately not saying he's like his wife passed away. Unfortunately, right? Terrible. Which I think really the game it seems I don't know him, but the game seems to have. I just think when they're more involved, like it's easier to bring people in that are still attached to the game. And then when you when he gets welcomed in, it's like everyone is there. Everyone is still with him, talking with him on a weekly basis. Well, about he was the, the sport. assistant coach on Team USA too. Yeah, so he's on the coaching staff for Team for USA. Coach K. Yeah, which is hilarious that he's the assistant <laughs> coach. Uh, yeah, and we you know we had RC Buford on. We've heard how he's revered by the players. So yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. Um, of those four, I also guys, think that I also think all th- all four of those guys play really unselfish basketball, and so I'm not worried about like someone just wanting the ball in their hands the entire time. I mean, the four of them, the four of them could all average 18 plus, but under 22. Yeah, which would be kind of it's wild. a really great team. Uh, of those four guys, rank them in order of careers you'd want: Dirk, D Wade, Powell, Tony P. Um, I would say. Hmm. I'm like torn between Dirk and D Wade because D Wade won more. He won two titles, yeah. Um, Three titles, that's right. I would have to go with D Wade, then Dirk, um, because I, Dirk because like he's he's like Mr. Maverick, you know, like Dallas, like he's beloved as the best Maverick of all. He's got time. he's got a statue. He's got a statue. Yeah, exactly. That's just pretty cool. But I mean, three rings is nice. Um, is he Mr. Heat? Yeah, he probably is. He's Mr. Heat. He should probably get a statue at some point if he doesn't have one already. But that team brought in LeBron James. But he won he one won without before him. that. I know. And I know you. I know you think it was the ref's title. But Dwayne Wade won that with, the, as you said, the best player on his team before that. Yeah, but no, I'm just saying through the Mr. Heat consideration, like you've got, you've also got Eric Spolstra, right? Who's been a part of all that. You've got Pat Can't Riley. 
can't be a coach. You could have a statue of a coach or you an totally, owner. I mean, it would be a great statue of like, yeah, like Pat Riley. Pat Riley having a, a statue for the Heat is like almost should be should be the case. Does he? Did the Heat have any? Well, you're statues? talking about Mr. Heat, and I'm like, Mark Cuban's not Mr. Mav. Dirk is Mr. Mav. Dirk is is the highest on the food chain of revered Mavericks. Yeah. Whether you're talking personnel, GMs, coaches, it's Dirk. And I'm saying that there's there's more contention in trying to pick that that person for the Heat. And Dwayne Wade, I think as far as players go, he's top sure. of the list. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then third, probably Powell. And then fourth, Tony. Powell just <clears throat> he got to play with Kobe. Yeah. Kobe's uh, kid's godfather. Yep. That's insane. And he also was instrumental. And like I said, he won a he won an Olympic gold medal with Spade. Mm-hmm. He won uh, two titles. Mm-hmm. Tony Parker won four. So if you're counting rings, he's got the most. But he was never the best player on a finals team. And sometimes he wasn't even the second best player because Manu Ginobili yeah, had on every given finals. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard as well. Yeah. Okay. I would, cool. I, Green. I would go. I, I'm just kidding. Dan I would Green. put Dirk first because when we were talking about it before we got on, he is a top 20 player of all time. None of those other guys are. And that matters most. That know. matters a lot to me. He's also in points scored. He's highest on the food chain. True. He's got a statue. And his title, while Dwayne Wade did was the best player on his team, you graciously reminded me that they also had Shaquille O'Neal on that team, who at the time was still averaging a double-double with over 20 points per game. I, okay, this is separate. And now... This is separate from this conversation. I think there's... I think you need to decide how you feel about... Shaquille O'Neal in that time period. <laughs> I think you need to pick. You gotta, no, I'm just not the second, but you got to think about it and pick. I'm just saying Dirk wasn't playing. Like Jason Kidd was 36 when he was on that sure. title team. He, I mean, that team was ridiculous. And Dirk was clearly best player, and he also has an MVP. That's true. And none of the other guys do. None of the other guys do. Okay, quickly, I'm just looking at guys with statues. Carl Malone and John Stockton have statues, which. As they should. Are there statues like together? Like yes, passing? they are actually. Okay. They are. That's cool. Little, Magic. Ones like a, Magic has one. Uh, Bill out, Russell. Outside crypto. Mag- I mean, a lot of the guys. Kobe. Kobe has one. Shaq. Kawhi has one in Toronto. I'm just kidding. That'd be hilarious. I mean, I dude, wouldn't be surprised. Honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. He, like, When's Giannis getting a statue in Milwaukee? If, well, when he wins this year. Larry has one. Who? Larry Hoover? Who else? Steph will get one. What active guys could get one? Steph. Steph. Clay. Um, no. They're not going to give one to Steph and not Clay. Because well, if you give one to Clay, then do you have to give one to Draymond, Draymond too? No. Dwayne will. D- I don't think Kevin Durant like played. Nope. Uh, he's too. He's he nope. Snaked around too much. What about does LeBron get one in Cleveland? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's got to. Yeah, especially if he goes back there just to, like just to retire. Does. I don't think the Spurs have any. Does Tim Duncan have one? I don't know. Popovich might get one. <laughs> I'm into this. Do you guys like the statues of players? Yeah. I think it's awesome. I think it's every cool. team should have it. Yeah. I think it's a Padre, lot. You know who Padres are? There's two. Tony Gwynn. Yep. Trevor Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Sox have any? I, remember, I think Dave Ortiz has one. Does Ted Williams have one? I'm pretty sure. I got to remember. Look Yankees have like that like thing in center they field. Have, like, the, the, thing plaques. Like the plaques. Yeah, those yeah. are cool. Yeah. What about I'm trying to think of like young I think guys. It's just Ted and David. Luca. He's gotta win. He's got he's gotta play past his thirties. Guy said he wants to retire at thirty two. He got gotta play like deep into his thirties. He said he wants to retire at like thirty two and just go back to Slovenia and have oh. a sheep farm. Uh, it's it's got to be a joke. Dom DeMa- oh, wow. The no, teammates have one outside. You think Tatum could get one? <laughs> Let's win the title first. <laughs> Pesky DiMaggio, Ted Will, and Bobby Doerr have one together in Fenway. Um, sorry. You think Jokic could get one in Denver? If they win, yeah. He'll be the best. He'll be the best nugget ever, point blank, if they win. Jordan definitely has one, right? Yes. Will Chamberlain. What about... I mean, if Devin Booker stays on the Suns, he should get one. And never leaves. Yeah, you'll be the best son ever if he stays. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You know one. You know who the biggest not what a, if not a great franchise. The, the bit Russ. And Who's Oklahoma. the best Clipper ever? Blake Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Paul. No, Blake brought probably the Clippers. Blake. Blake. 
like resuscitated the Clippers. I, I think I'm into maybe Terrence. Where's he even at right now? Maybe Terrence Mann. Celtics. He's he's on Boston. Yeah, <laughs> comes off the bench. I would I would Actually maybe played, get we we suck so bad last time he played. I think Terrence Mann should get a statue. Okay, <laughs> he goes over yonders. <laughs> okay, uh, we did the uh, the, the NL. Russ on Oklahoma City. No, he's just taking anyway, too many trips uh, at the end of his career. Let's go back to baseball. Okay. Okay, we're gonna go with the AL over unders, and then after we'll give predictions. We could do it. You want to do it tomorrow on opening day? You want to do it today? I mean. Our, our show's going to air as games lock in, and you know we might. Someone could go down. Yeah. All right, Long we better we better go quick then. Okay. Go um, on. you guys want to start in the east, pick, the west, pick, or the pick. central? Okay, I will pick. We're going to start in the central because it's boring. Uh, we're going to start at the bottom of the division. The Royals over under is sixty eight and a half. What do we think, Josh? You shouldn't have put your notes on here because you think they're going over. Okay, well me that is. <laughs> O- over, over by a hair. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's like the worst lineup in the world, but I mean, you know, they've been trying to trade Whit Merrifield for ages. He's gone. Oh, it's right, he is mm-hmm. gone. I keep <laughs> Maybe it is the worst lineup in the world. Where is he? No, I'm just kidding. Milwaukee. No, he's on the Jays. Jays. You're right. Pascatano, Pescatanes, Perez, Melendez, MJ Melendez, Bobby Witt, Hunter Dozier. Like they have, they have a decent lineup. And then they have Brady Singer, who's solid. I, I, and Granky's back. I think they could get like 70 wins. Sure. Over. Um, I guess this over-under ranking list was a little uh, unfavorable to the Royals because they shared the same over-under as the next team in their division, the Detroit Tigers at 68 and a half. What do under. we think about them? Under. Okay. I think they stink. <laughs> but not the worst team in baseball. No. Got it. We're not there yet. We'll get there in a second. Okay. The... Uh, less cool Chicago White Sox, 83 and a half. Less cool Sox is what I was I think. I just think a smidge under. I think they win like 82 games. I'll go a smidge over, like 84, 85. Yeah, it's, that's a good over under. Got it's it. A good one. It's a tough one. So still just like kind of a disappointment in the last two years, huh? But I think they kind of like pick it back up a little bit. I, I Didn't two years ago though, like you guys both were kind of like, you thought they could win 90 games? 100%. I think yeah. everyone thought they could win a World Series. Tim Anderson, Mancada, Bray. You haven't even got to the lo- or rotation yet. Aloy Jimenez, Robert, and then we didn't even get to Giolito. Lance Lynn. Blew up last year. Lance Lynn, Dylan C. Dylan C. is sick. I just got him last night in the draft. Okay, uh, next team. Projected to ah, be, I'll go over with you. You're, you're both going over. Next team projected to be the second best team in the AL Central, the Minnesota Twins, 84 and a half. What do we think about that? Under, under for sure. Okay, I'm unanimous for that one. I think their bullpen's nice. Their lineup's kind of mid. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, what about the Cleveland Guardians at 86 and a half? Over, 90 win team. Yeah, the Tristan McKenzie injury, he's out two months at least. It, it kind of hurts, but their bullpen's great. They have Bieber, and their their lineup is so underrated. Could be a top-ten lineup in baseball. Got it. Okay. Um, the Guardians. Klasse might be the best closer in baseball, too. With Diaz being Very out. well could With be. Diaz being out. Probably is. All right. So the Guardians kind of mop up on the rest of the mediocrity in that division. Go to the... AL West, we'll keep Josh's division for last to make it fun for him, like we did for Nick yesterday. Uh, we'll start at the top here, the Astros, 97 and a half. Ooh, that's a lot of wins. They had boatload. I really think the Altuve injury, Jordan's going to be good. He's not fully healthy. But I, I, I'm not, no, never mind. I'm not worried about Jordan. I, I say they hit 97 on the nose. I was literally thinking they hit, they just literally miss it. I okay. think that's also a tough one. But I think they win like 97, 96 games. Okay. Which is, is a, you're going to the playoffs. Yeah. Great. Taking the under there. But that's uh, also accounting for the other teams in the division getting better. That was my right. thought process as well. The Seattle Mariners, 86 and a half. Over. 91 uh, yeah. team. 91 team too. 92, 91. Wow. Maybe even, dude, like Ray. Castillo, Gilbert, and Kirby is nice. Yep. I'm telling you, that's nice. Solid lineup, too. And Munoz is a good reliever who takes you all over as a closer. You know what? You just said Munoz. I said a class A. Both Padres. <laughs> Sorry. Dude. You guys love doing that. Uh, the Texas Rangers, 81 and a half. Over. Yeah. 
I think they could sneak into this the This is going to be the, the most competitive, maybe second most competitive division in baseball. Behind the East. The East's is? The NL East. The East's is. Both, <laughs> both of them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, same over under the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, 81 and a half. Under. Under because they're going to sell at the deadline and they're going to collapse at the end. Under. They're, okay. They just, their pitching could surprise some people. Detmars could be good. Sandoval could be solid. I'm curious, about to see, curious to see how Tyler Anderson is. But their lineup is just a hodgepodge of like guys that could pop off or guys that could suck ass out of Otani and Trout. Yep. And two is not enough. I'm sorry. Yep. Heard. Okay. Then there is a steep 22-game drop-off to the Oakland A's at 59 and a half. Oh, man. That's so low. Under. Okay. Yeah, sure. Dude, they may not 55 win. 55 wins. Maybe. Maybe maybe fifty wins. They may win less than fifty games. Wow! I'll dude. I'll, How many? Who, I'll, I'll the Tigers you. did that uh, like a while ago. Right? They made like they won we like forty seven games or something like they that. They won like thirty nine or something. Thirty nine. Oh I think there was gosh. like a thirty something win team. Wow. Okay. I mean, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle Muller, former guest of the show, getting the start for, on opening day. Yeah, that's Sweet. gonna be a win. So, Fujinami is like a fun pitcher. I'm keeping my eye on, but he's like their fifth guy. I mean, they're well, when Muller wins every start, like you, you guys are gonna be sweating. Yeah, they're infield. They just, I just want to say, gotta win the other hundred something games. Jace Peterson's their third baseman. Tony Kemp's at second. Jesus Aguilar's at first. Padre, okay. Jace Peterson, Jesus Aguilar. I think at one point was was he a Padre too? No, he was not. Well, their here you go. Player, their best, I know their best none of those guys. Yeah, so. so they're winning maybe 50 games. Okay, we're going to the AL East. We will start at the bottom here, getting to Josh's team pretty Goodbye. quickly. The Baltimore Orioles, 76 and a half. Over. No, I'm, uh, I think they are like competitive, fun, probably 74 wins. Over. I don't think their pitching's there, dude. Split decision. <laughs> Okay, split decision. I don't think their pitching's there. That's fine. That's okay. Their lineup is fun and really good. Agreed. But I think they're probably a year away from being really, really like, okay, this seems here. Agreed to, agreed to disagree. That's okay. Moving on. The Boston Red Sox, 78 at? and a half. Under. Oh, man. I think they're under. What do you think, I, Nick? I just don't think they, they're pitching. I think again. over. I hope. Like an 80 win team? Yeah, I think 80 Here's wins. the thing. Like this, quick, Just real quick on the Sox, their rotation, if I told you this was their rotation, Four years ago, their two first guys are Chris Sale and Corey Kluber. <laughs> Nasty. You'd be like, oh, what? That? You'd be like, what? The disgusting brothers. Disgusting. Those are the disgusting brothers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pavetta, I don't know what we're doing with Whitlock or Tanner Houck. I, I don't know what Jason Whitlock's doing here. Tanner Houck had a terrible spring, too. Horrible. Jason, James Paxton. Paxton is, is he back? I like the Kenley Jansen pickup. John Schreiber is a good reliever. Good lineup, though. You have a good lineup, solid lineup. Solid, but the rest of the division, we might have the worst lineup in the division. Maybe. Probably still better than the O's. Mm, O's are, yeah, they've got a good lineup. They have a good, they have a sneaky good lineup, dude, I'm telling you. We have Devers. Yeah. We do not have Bogarts, though. Okay. Verdugo, the, Turner, Kike. Yeah, Turner. Dude, if we're listing Kike as a guy, like, yeah, we, had, like st- we had Story be different. If Story was playing, I'd be okay. Yeah, When's like, he back? July, like the utility outfielder of two years Yoshida? Dodgers team ago. Yoshida, Yoshida and Verdugo. If they're good, like things can change. Okay, Cost. third team in the division. Per the over unders, the Tampa Bay Rays eighty nine and a half under. They do it every season, and I think this is the season they don't. I think I disagree. I think they're gonna be good. Okay. McClanahan, Glasnow, Springs, Rasmussen. It's a good one through four. You know they just roll out dudes in the bullpen. Sure. Rosarena we both love. Yep. And I think Wander Franco is going is to be good. Okay. Okay. The Toronto Blue Jays, 90 and a half. Over. Yeah, over. I mean, okay. you think they're going to win the division. I, definitely. And then the New York Yankees, 94 and a half. I think 90, 95 wins. I go over slightly. 92 wins. Okay. But they nice. make the playoffs for sure, too. So this was, that was a fun division. What was my play, what's our playoff looking like? So you in the East, you have the Jays, the Jays at over... Do you think the Jays are going to the division or no? Yes, I'll take it. Okay, Jays? Jays at the number one, over 90 and a half. Yanks, number two. Josh, you have them under 94 and a half. Nick, you have them just over 94 and a half. 
Rays at three, 89 and a half. Josh, you have them over. Nick, you have them under. Sox at 78 and a half. Nick, you have them over. Josh, you have them under. And then the O's, 76 and a half. Josh, you had them over and Nick had them under? I had both those teams under. You both had them under? Yeah. Okay, so that's where we are in the East. Then in the Central, you both had the Guardians over 86 and a half. You both had the Twins under 84 and a half. You both had the... I moved to the White Sox going over. You had the White Sox going over 83 and a half? Yeah, Nick, you, you shared that sentiment? Yes. He, he, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm over for White Sox. I joined him. Yeah. He joined you. He jumped back onto the ship. Uh, the Tigers, <laughs> the Tigers. Josh, you had him under 68 and a half. Nick, you did as well. And then the Royals, you both had over 68 and a half. Yep. And then in the AL West, you both had under 97 and a half, just barely. Mariners, you both had over 86 and a half. Rangers, you both had over 81 and a half. Angels, you both had under 81 and a half. In the A's, you both had under 59 and a half. All right, who's coming out of the AL? World Series? Mm-hmm. Who's going to the World Series? Jays. Jays. I'm going to say... Screw it. I'm going to say the Mariners. Nice. Toss? Um, I like that Blue Jays pick. That's fun. I think that you got to you gotta stick with your guns, though. I think, I think the – actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to zag. I, I'm going to pick the Guardians. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right, NL. Padres have to. Got to. This is the year. This is it. Toss? Braves. You're with me? No. Don't say the Dodgers, dude. No. The Braves. Braves. Braves Jays. Braves, Braves. You have Braves as well? Braves, yeah, yeah. And the winner? I think you guys are close. And the winner? I think you think Padres win it over the The Mariners. Mariners. And you think Braves guard. Good Mariners pick there to to just kind of make an easy path for your pods. I like it. Not an easy path. I mean, you're going to have to defeat some good teams. (laughs) Either way, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, then if the Braves are playing the Guardians, I'm going to pick the, the Braves. In the battle of the offenses against the indigenous people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am going Braves over Jays, my World Series pick. Okay. Yours is probably the most exciting, I feel like. Do we have time for a quick Cy Young MVP? Yeah, we got it. Okay. Cy Young for the NL. I'm going to go with Zach Gallen for the that Diamondbacks. Is, you are really riding that, dude. Okay. it's a good pick. Cy Young for the NL. I think... And I'll throw AL in there as well. Yeah. I'll go... Um, I'll go Garrett Cole. I think big bounce back here for him. Strikeouts are going to go up. Pitch clock. Um, is in, is And look, we're talking about how they're going to value strikeouts more. Garrett Cole. I think two guys get their second Cy Youngs this year. I think Bieber gets another one, and I think Corbin Burns gets one. Okay. Not super sexy picks, but that's what I'm riding with. Who's your MVPs? MVP. Uh, I'm going to go Juan Soto. He's the number one odds right now. And I, don't think, I think Machado's your better pick, but that's fine. Machado's been – yeah, I know. Okay. Go. That's your pick. Yeah, I'm going to go with Juan Soto because um, I know I want Manny to, to, to hear me say that and – you know, lights a fire in him a little bit. <laughs> um, and then for for the AL, um, I'm gonna go Otani. Well, the non-Otani if, MVP. If he's not, if he's not on, just no Otani. Okay, no non-Otani Otani player. Oh man, that's tough. can you go real quick? Because I can just yeah, think for yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think in the AL, I think the MVP. This is tough. I think the MVP. Is, this is a crazy pick, but I think he just absolutely goes off this year. I think it's Vlad Guerrero Jr. That's okay, my NL and who's MVP your pick. NL? My NL MVP pick is giving me fits. I don't want to double down on a similar type player. I'm going to go – I don't think they necessarily win the division, but I think he just has an absolute monster year. I think Freddie Freeman wins the MVP again. I, was, I thought you were going to say Mookie Betts. No, Freddie. All right, my AL MVP, Julio Rodriguez. That was, I, was, I was thinking about that. It's a good pick. Wow. You want to throw anyone out there? Any heaters? Well, I said that Alvarez is going to lead the league in home runs. So I, I was gotta, considering that as I well. I got to pick him as my AL MVP. DH, though, that's the issue. They don't value DHs as much. They win the division. He's by far their best hitter in the league. I think he's got a shot. Nelson Cruz should have won an MVP when he was a DH at one point and didn't because he wasn't valued positionally. Hmm. It's valid. It's, it's, it's a big knock on players for the MVP because of war. 
That's why. What about uh, can Jose win it? Ramirez? Yeah. Definitely. If they're the best team in the in the AL Central. For sure. I think he might be due a bit. Jose Ramirez is a really Give him the guy. respect he deserves. Yeah. Um I like I like Mookie a lot this cool. season. Especially play some second. I'd love I'd love for Acuna to have like a, a pop off year and I'd love for Machado to get it too. I think that'd be really cool. But those hey, are the don't g- forget about Tatis. He means missing yeah, 20 games, I'm not, I don't really care about him winning it. <laughs> 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 On that note, fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. We're gonna full count up that puck. Who's up. the first game? Who's the f- who, which? Which team? They all, I think, go at the, same, at the same, time. same time. Yeah, opening day. I'm we play at one o'clock I Pacific. Get, so. I gotta get a lip for tomorrow for the office. Yeah. Do it. I dip every opening day. I mean, there's not. A, yeah. There's, when are you going to do it, man? We've just got a full day ahead of ourselves. I'll do it throughout the tomorrow day. Tomorrow morning, you're working out in the morning now, I hear. So I don't know if you're going to have time tomorrow morning. When are you going to get this dip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go over maybe my fantasy teams tomorrow. I want to see you. Maybe off air, I want to see you guys think. But fans <laughs> out there, let's go baseball. Drag both feet and bounce. Swing on a full count. Rip that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. And hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. The New York Yankees suck. <laughs> we out to. We love you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.